This is Euphoria Season 3, Episode 4. We are available on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and also Spotify. Finally, the meme is dead. Admittedly, it took a while. Uh, if you're on YouTube, timestamps are in the description. Just click Show More. And there's a couple bet updates before we introduce our lovely guests. Yamato Dinner and Karaoke, still happening. Still planning, still figuring that one out. The Frost Quickshot Tattoo, the Wonder Perfect Split, also happening. But this week we resolved the Frost Girl and Judge bet on Ready Check, even if she wore the wig completely wrong. Uh, you didn't put it on your head. You're I like, did you, put it, it on my head. Half, it just half fell parted. off of my half head. Half-hearted. Anyway, your hair was still intact. That, to me, to me, shows you didn't put enough effort in. Last bet was the Soaz ASMR, and we finished it, and it's wonderful. Let's take a look. So, uh, I'm here with Soaz. This We're doing a Euphoria bet resolve. So, Soaz, you just beat Fnatic. Um, how did it feel to solo kill Poipo? It felt pretty amazing, honestly. Um, yeah, it was a clean to get the level 6 and then flashing over the queue in the end we got the big advantage really uh, impressive stuff Paul. <laughs> really clever uh, a, a tasty kill to be certain <laughs> we are going to be ASMRing vitality versus origin team fights and highlights what do you think of the compositions uh, pretty classic composition we see an Ezreal Oh, and now we get to see the Baron setup. Uh, I don't know what Mowgli's doing here. They seem to just be running around in circles. Oh, great work from Jack Very intimate. Colt was not expecting this many people on top of him. Thank God for Black Shield. He almost ran it down there. Oh no, the Zion. Oh no. Oh no, Kabushan just feared four people. Actually, Kabushan carried his fights alone. Our guests today are the 80 carry of upset, the 80 carry of upset, the 80 carry of Schalke upset, a high upset welcome, Hello. and of course the support of Splice and North Scarin. Welcome to both of you. Um, you had to play each other this week. Is it weird now, sitting next to each other? Is there any animosity, any rivalry? Remember, mm. we're a narrative-only broadcast. You were a narrative-only broadcast, so if you could just like <laughs> say, say that you hate him like, real quick. Uh, after, after he left Schalke, I just... 
felt very disappointed and sad. So every time I beat him, I feel very happy. Having the best times too. Quite sad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Playing right into the script. Exactly what we want to hear. Well, um, we didn't tell them to color coordinate like this either. They yeah, just did it good. themselves. Red and blue. So it all works <laughs> out. Busting out the bathing ape. <laughs> <laughs> the bathing ape. <laughs> And other things your mom would call fashion brands. Uh, so today we're going to be talking about Shotgun Splice a little bit, and of course, mostly about bottom lane, uh, as well as kind of an update on the league. So first question, uh, Upset, if you could describe that Splice game in mm-hmm. like one sentence, tell me how you won. How would you do it? Oh, in one sentence? In one sentence. I mean, I think enemy only knew one lane, and we know three, so <laughs> the game was quite easy, because... Yeah, more more than just one lane in the game. No scare, rebuttal? One sentence. Uh, I can do it in one word, disaster. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll bounce back. We learn a lot, I would say. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah. yeah, always learn a lot. <laughs> what was atmosphere like uh, after losing? Because the thing is, is like, Schalke, no one saw coming, but should have probably looking at the roster. But Splice people continue to like write you guys off. It feels like people like look at the league like, oh, right, Splice are still here. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was really, I really hate losing to Memento, especially in solo queue. But it's even worse when it's on stage. So does he like give you like a sly smile as he walks by and like I mean, shakes your hand? I stole his dragon, so I guess he was kind of mad about that. Oh, that's true. So what you, what I, you, I actually forgot about that play. That play was super hype. <laughs> Yeah, it's quite funny. Did you know the camera would be on you for the dab? I wasn't. I mean, there wasn't a dab. There wasn't a dab. No, he said in an interview that I did with him, he wasn't going to dab anymore. Now this is this is (laughs) that was 2018. It's 2019. Now he just brushes it off. 2019. (laughs) This is the new hype. Um, G2 remain undefeated in the league. Who do you think is going to be the first team to beat them? Now, Schalke is going to play him in I think week six. So that's hype. Pull up the schedule. Probably Griffin at Worlds, maybe. I'm Griffin sure. at Worlds. They you might just have an undefeated far? year. I think. I think they might never lose. Actually, I think they will lose a couple of games for sure. I Are you they, serious? How they, can they lose? I mean, did you see my gamer system? Yeah. Uh, sadly, I did see. Yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> you sadly saw my game. <laughs> like ignore my score, but. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, they will lose eventually for sure. It's best of one. So. So they face Vitality and Fnatic next week. Oh. In no sweat. Anything? Mm. I think they won't lose versus these teams. I think, yeah. I, I'm not sure how they will lose, actually. They, I mean, probably one early game will go bad, and then they just will lose a game. But I don't really see any team being stronger than them right now. So it's hard for me to see a team beating them. What is it about them, like the intangibles? Like, why are they so scary? Oh, I mean, I think Caps is, like, really, really, really insane, obviously. And, I mean, all their players are really good, I think. Their bot lane is experimenting a bit and having some bad games, but they're still really good players, obviously. So even if they fall behind, it seems like they just all understand the game so well and are really creative that it's hard to beat them. But, I mean, eventually they will obviously drop some games. Norskaren, do you have that much faith in G2? I feel like they're going to lose I mean, at some point. They're going to, like, they've been so cocky. It's so greedy I mean, they are in some the of these best, They are the best team, of course, but it's best of one. So, I mean, I think they will for sure lose at least one game. But... I don't. I, I like upset said it has to be like an early game mistake or something like that. Oh, reckless Tristana next week. Yeah, reckless he would bring Tristana. it back. Reckless Tristana. Yeah, reckless Saturday Tristana next must, week. Yeah, he team. brings it back. Yeah, yeah they draft three losing happen. lanes, and this time they don't get ten people <laughs> behind. That's gonna be the secret for Fnatic. Yeah. Oh, big rip on Fnatic. Um, we haven't talked to either of you guys or really your teams yet this season on Euphoria, so I'm curious a little bit about how the off season went. Narskaren, I want to start with you because 
there was like a very hefty time period where I was convinced you weren't going to be back in the league. And I was like, wait, who are they signing if they're not signing Norskarian? Like, who are these people grabbing? Luckily, Splice picked you up. Um, what was that offseason like for you? I was pretty rough. I mean, uh, being in LCS <laughs> and then the, finding out that you're not going to be in LCS anymore when it was your dream for a long time. But I know I was quite lucky, I would say, that Splice picked me up. They had like barely signed uh, another player. They found out I was a free agent, I guess. I was, I was almost signed to another team, but the deal didn't fall through. So I think, uh, yeah, I, uh, I really, I'm just looking to work hard so that doesn't happen again because I don't want to be jobless. So uh, <laughs> I'm just uh, thankful. So it's like the, because it's very similar to the story that we heard because we were trying to track all the roster movements and I thought for sure that you were going to a different team. Mm -hmm. And then it felt like people just kind of forgot that you were a free agent and then suddenly you didn't get signed and everyone just started to grab or like reach for you very quickly. It's like the communication that poor in off season that people like the fact that you almost uh, slipped through the cracks is like pretty crazy to me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess uh, people didn't value me that high, but uh, yeah. I would, I don't know. It's, it's weird to say this with you here because people were just going to say I'm doing this because you're a guest, but they were trolling. <laughs> I was quick on the retweet. I was like, I swear to God. And I had like four names in my head. I was like, if any of these four supports come in before this man, I'm going to be furious. I'm going to start throwing shots. And I won't say those names now because they're, well, they're out of the league and there's no point in BMing them. Don't kick them while they're down. But I was, I was ready. I was like, what are you doing? We actually have this discussion like every day in the office. We're like, where the hell is Norskarin? <laughs> we said it. We were like, wait a second. If this team doesn't have Norskarin, who do they actually have? Like, who is coming into this league? Koreans, baby. Koreans. Bam. Import. Yeah. Gorilla stealing your job. That's the it's truth. Not. That's the new truth. Upset. You, on the other hand, had this entire Shaka lineup built up around you. Yeah. One day you're chilling, you know, with, with Nuke Duck. The next day he's disappeared over to OG. Yeah. It's quite sad, actually. I mean, I was... We were kind of planning to like build a new team around me and Nuke in the off-season, but then I just off-season happened, I guess, and it ended up with everyone leaving. So, I mean, we didn't plan to keep everyone anyways. We wanted to make some changes because we felt like we were kind of stuck at a certain point. But everyone leaving was definitely very surprising. So, yeah, I wasn't too involved in the roster-building process. I mostly just spoke to my coach about my support. And I obviously gave my opinions about the other players too, but yeah, I was just talking a lot like what kind of co uh, what kind of support I wanted when Dylan was signed, and uh, yeah, it was a Korean. I wanted to, re to really play with the Koreans this time because I feel like in EU most supports are <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I'm not here. I'm not here. <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of EU supports have like a good upside, but they all have some like. Uh, downside as well and either they have like good mechanics but the brain is lacking a bit and I felt like in a Korean maybe if I'm lucky I could get like both and I actually feel like Ignas is quite smart and really good at the game so yeah I, I was really lucky I think ending up with him. I'm just impressed that you, you wanted to gamble on Ignar. Did you practice with him before signing him? Did you get to play no. with him during any time? I, I didn't play any game and I didn't watch any solo queue games of him I just hope like he the, still wants to did like you, win. Did you just watch the Misfits run at Worlds and go, I <laughs> yeah. really hope he's still that good? I was like, I don't know if you saw all of 2018, but it was not a good look no, for this man. I mean, obviously I was watching some LCK, but I think his team was just kind of bad. And Definitely true. I watched like some Blitzcrank montage and I was, <laughs> when he hooked Nuke, when he dashed with Lucian and he mad left it, I knew like, we have to sign him. <laughs> so this is how I ch chose my support mostly. <laughs> That's fantastic. Uh, on your end, Norskaren, you kind of came into, I would say, a mostly built roster. 
Um, yeah. How did it feel like adapting and kind of coming into this this new splice climate, this new team? Because uh, it seems like a pretty big move from you. I mean, they had uh, two players from the former team. Everybody else was new, kind of. So it, it didn't really feel like that uh, special. Like we like, clicked pretty well, I would say. And uh, I feel like I have a really like big connection with the teammates already. It's kind of funny. Like we have no uh, no like bad blood like in Rocket. I would say we had uh, really horrible scrims. I would say every day. So it feels really nice like to be able to learn like with a good coaching staff too. I think all the other coaching staffs I've had that like kind of been a joke so didn't really Jesus. learn anything but now I feel like I'm actually hey, learning hey that was Rockhead they're not here anymore you don't have to worry it's okay you can throw a little no throw I mean we just have so many I mean we have three coaches kind of so I feel like I'm learning like every mistake I do I get told what's wrong so it's pretty nice that's hype oh I'm glad you finally got, like, got a little more infrastructure a little more support behind you and it seems like both of you guys are doing well now Splice has had a, a so-so start. I feel like every time I get hyped about Splice, they end up in fifth place again. Um, so we'll see if that changes moving forward. But uh, upset, obviously, your team has hit the ground running. And to kind of segue into our discussion about, about bot lane, you and Ignar have come out swinging. The mm -hmm. Blitzcrank montage decision-making was apparently a good choice because obviously you guys have already had a few highlight moments. Um, how do you feel about your lane compared to the, the rest of the league right now? Mm, I mean, I think right now we have the best bot lane. Like, I think we understand the game the best, and also in lane we get quite a lot of advantages. So, yeah, I think we're just the best right now. I think G2 spot lane is quite good too. Even, I mean, from the games I watch on stage, they seem to play quite aggressive and try to push their leads and play to the maximum. Sometimes it backfires a bit, but the team overall is so good. So, obviously, if your team is really good, you can look better as well as individuals. So, yeah, I think G2 also was the only game we lost on stage, so... I think they were like second best probably. When you're defining like a bot lane as mm -hmm. the best bot lane, um, what are kind of the attributes that you're taking into it? Is it things like uh, champion pool, understanding the 2v2 trades, understanding the minion waves, how you're communicating with your jungler? Right, yeah. Like what, what all goes into when you say we are the best bot lane? Mm, I mean, I think it's a like, huge amount of things you have to take into account. I think obviously laning is a part of it, but I feel in EU most people overrate laning a lot and that's like how you write a bot lane, like how good they're in lane. Obviously, it's important to be good in lane, but just how, how you understand the lane as a duo, how you pressure the map as a duo is super important. And then you can obviously look at the AD carry itself and see like how his mechanics, how is his team fighting, how, how, is, how is he trading in lane, like how does he understand minion waves. And then you can look at the support, like how does he roam, what's his vision, understanding like uh, how is he playing with his jungler. And yeah, I think if you take everything into account, I think we are quite uh, like quite complete right now and we also talk with our jungle a lot and he's helping us out here and there so yeah <laughs> just watching us like yes yes, yes. No, I, mean, <laughs> yes. I agree i think i think shock is really good i mean the bottling at least team is also good of course but, uh, <laughs> yeah, i think uh, i just feel like you're not intentionally throwing shade it just consistently sounds like you're accidentally throwing shade <laughs> yeah, I mean, memento. you're just like <laughs> no i love memento it's so fun uh, but uh yeah i think shock is shock's bottling is very good Definitely you, top two, I would say. Where do you see yourself in uh, Kabe right now? Top 10. <laughs> top 10 in the LEC, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, we haven't had that much playtime, I guess. But so, so are the other bot lanes. But I would say our rank is pretty highly, actually. When we get to play more games and show how good we are, I think we can easily like show that we are like top four. 
If you had to give yourself uh, a weakness, what would you say it is right now? Or a big strength, a defining feature. Why did you give him the positive one? Well, because I don't <laughs> want him to, like, he's already... He's already everyone gets uh, a participation award. That's fine, but Upset comes in here saying, hey, you're top ten. I like. I feel like we got to save him some space. It can't just be the sad boy nor scary show, you know? Goddamn toxic. <laughs> well, what's the question again? You asked the weakness? Yeah, yeah, if you had to have a, a weakness. Because Kabe and you are, like, Super solid, but like, what's the one thing um, that you think if you fix it that you get to be to? I think top buying three, items, maybe. Two. I think yeah, buying buying items, <laughs> like uh, the one. Yeah, I mean, I think. The Sometimes only you just talk about other things. You walk off base, <laughs> and then you're in lane and no items, and you're just you know, like, thank God, the trinket auto purchased for me, right? That <laughs> At least I'm a ward, man. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think uh, the biggest problem about us is probably uh, my inconsistency. I would say I'm quite inconsistent. I have a Problem with that. Some games yeah, buy items, some games I don't. But yeah, I think uh, Kobe is pr really consistent. So if we just work on, uh, or I just work on myself, and pretty sure uh, it's going to be really good. Uh, is there like, do you know why you're inconsistent? I mean, the item thing is obviously mean, ah. but do you just like, do you know? Is it like uh, focus on stage? Is it. Have you figured out what's mm. kind of holding you back from being that a consistent player? Is it that you're always looking for the plays? Because when I watch you, I'm like, this guy's crazy. He's going to try to kill someone and do the work or it won't. I mean, I think it's just certain players. I have a, I don't know. I just don't know how to play against them. Like against uh, Pike. I don't, really don't like this champion. So I obviously perform very bad against him. <laughs> don't want to talk about it. But yeah, I think uh, <laughs> to work on uh, some matchups, not sure. So pickpack against them, guys. Yeah, yeah. We're, just, we're, just we're, just giving free info. we're just giving out free info. That's fine. I, mean, I think the G2 game was enough info for... Uh, yeah, maybe. Right. I mean, that was an all right game. Mickey played pretty well. He landed yeah, every did. ability but R in that game. What are some more weaknesses? Um, yeah. we can <laughs> Give us a strength. I'm pretty bad at Brom. Uh, <laughs> don't ban Brom, guys. Give us, like, what do you think is, like, when you're playing well and you're at that, you know, that peak performance when you're buying items uh, on your way out of base, like, what does a good game look like for you? Is it, like, finding those clutch plays? Is it those good roams? Like, what do you think is, like, the unique thing about you as a, as a support? Um, it should be, like, a good balance. Like, uh, you don't have to, like, roam super much every game, but I'm definitely a roam player, I would say. So just finding the balance, like, how, how Kobe, if I find out how Kobe doesn't die while I roam, I mean, that's pretty good. And... Uh, I work well with my jungle, communicate well. I think sort of like an issue I've had uh, with Memento or my former jungler. I didn't really communicate that well and didn't really do much except for like kill the enemy jungle and like win the early game. But I feel like here in Splice, we, uh, we can win the game even though we fall a little bit behind early, which I couldn't really in my last team, so... That's it. I remember that's what we talked about too. It was like Memento either kills someone in, right out the gate or this team just falls apart. <laughs> Yeah. Except for that one time you got a rally of Vlad somehow in draft and made it to 35 minutes. I remember that. Good, good old days on Rocket. Um, you, now, you guys have actually a lot of history together before we talk more about uh, botlane, something I kind of forgot to touch on. You guys played a lot together in Challenger Series. Is it weird now playing on stage against each other at all? Like, do you remember, like, the old days when you go up against each other? I mean, I feel like it really helps me out because when we used to play with him, when I used to play with him, I was maybe a bit mean when we were playing duo queue. <laughs> So I feel like he has a bit of a mental block nowadays when I play with him, and he's sh shaking. So yeah. How, how mean are we talking here? I mean, obviously you're not typing I mean, in chat. It wasn't most mean to me, but I think uh, some of the other teammates. But uh, he's definitely wrong. Yeah, no, I was just trying to help him improve. Yeah, and mm -hmm. it was. What, kind of, what kind of language did you use to help him improve? Hey, stop inting, or like <laughs> <laughs> maybe don't put a ward right now. We don't have push. I think it was like, like hey, stop inting, and then. 
some other words. That's inspirational <laughs> advice. That's inspirational. I get that one in solo queue too. It's good to know that I get the upset level of coaching in solo yeah. queue from my great, better right? jungler wins. Oh, nice. Thanks, upset. What's like, what do you think is the, I mean, obviously you guys are very professional now, but I know, <laughs> and you know, uh, playing on teams, you're very serious. You're, you know, you're good at interviews. You're, very PR positive, but what was like back in the day in the Challenger Series? Challenger Series, I remember being pretty wild, wild west. Uh, there were definitely a lot of uh, memers and toxic I players mean, out there. The What's thing like, is, it's like we played already, was it 2015 or 2016? No, 2016 spring, we played the Challenger Series qualifier. He yeah. knew that to the day. He was like 2016 I mean, spring, yeah, February that's 4th. The day, that's the day that <laughs> you was the best day of my life. Yeah, playing with me, like, yeah. But <laughs> we, so it's like t- 20, 2014, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, we were like all 15 or 16 at this point and we were also playing with caps. So yeah. we were just like kids and having a lot of fun back then. And uh, then it, we played in Maus, but we failed to qualify actually, even though we had caps, me and Oscarin, which was quite a shock at the time. But we weren't taking it too seriously, I think. And then we played again in Schalke 20, yeah, I mean, last year. Mm-hmm. No, two years ago. Two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. And this is when we managed to qualify. And I think this is like was probably the most fun split, I think, because it wasn't super serious, but we still like ended up winning a lot in Challenger Series, at least, and qualifying. So, yeah. What's, was, like, was what's, what's your favorite memory from either of you? Like, when you're playing together on this Challenger team, it's like the most ridiculous thing you did, the most fun you had, Oof, craziest there's, there's, game. There's so much. I mean, I can't really... I mean, we were, we like... I don't know, we were just, like, enjoying life. Uh, we One time we, like, locked outside... We locked ourselves outside of our house. Like we all le- left our course. keys because we were like training at the office. Yeah. We came back and it was like 1 a.m. We like had to break into our own house, but it was like on the second floor. <laughs> so we were like doing some MacGyver stuff, <laughs> building stuff and like climbing up and we were all helping each other, breaking yeah. into our own house and there were like cars driving by. It's 1 a.m. It's like the it's image like five, five, five random kids. What are you guys <laughs> like 17 at the time, 18 maybe? Yeah. Yeah, that, that was pretty fun, actually, that night. Oh, my gosh. Uh, were, I heard rumors of, of role swap games. I don't remember these games. Oof. I mean... Uh, no comment, I would say. There was a time in EU scrims, I think it was like when LCS was... Like, some teams didn't really have to... Um, didn't have a chance to make playoffs anymore or mm-hmm. relegations. So, like, people were trolling a bit in scrims and role swapping. And we joined the trend <laughs> just for fun. Uh, yeah. Okay, what did you say? is quite a good AD carry. North Skarin's a good AD carry. What's your yeah. go-to on AD carry, North Skarin? Um, before it was Tristana, I was insane, but I guess now it's Jin. I think I played Jin the most, actually, in those scrims. I think, yeah. Uh, those scrims. Think, I, okay, it wasn't too many scrims, like we, we showed. Yeah, I mean, it was like a couple games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not I don't something. run it down in scrims, <laughs> I swear. Week. I don't do <laughs> Please I mean, scrim shout. It was change of serious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was. Nowadays, no more road swaps. <sighs> But then, okay, if there's no more roll stops, then I still have to ask you upset. What's well, like your go-to jungler? Are you are you secretly is that your off role? I mean, no, my off role is usually mid lane, but I try to play every role. Ooh. You want to see now? I've seen your Yasuo role; it's really I, dirty. I, I mean, yeah, but you have to enter Yasuo. It's like kind of part That's of true. the champion. But uh, jungle, I usually play Lee Sin. I, I know I just like to play like the Lee Sin, Yasuo, this Jace. Just, I'm starting to feel like. You don't come off as a very ego-driven guy, but you're like, I play 80 carry, my backup is Yasuo or Jungle Lee Sin. I'm like, like, Chad. This, uh, yeah, I mean, like, this is some Chad stuff coming through. I feel like the ego is showing through in the picks right now. <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I'm just, I'm thinking like, oh God, will he ever play Yasuo in the bot lane? That would be Oof. awful. Oh. I played a lot. Actually, I was the first one to play it, I think. I played it way back. But way back. I have no proof, sadly, but... Yeah. So what you're saying it is might come out eventually. anytime the mages come back into the bot lane, you're like ready to swap I into mean, them. I think they're back already. Just, well, yeah, just wait and see. Ooh, Ooh, see what happens. <laughs> All right. So we've talked to you guys kind of about what your strengths are as a bot laner to get back on the bot lane topic. Um, I want to know who is the worst bot lane to play against, like the nightmare bot lane. Either because they're that like could have question, that question could have gone a lot of different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, worst, the worst team to play against from like a bot lane perspective. The most like, frustrating. It can be oh, like most okay. irritating to play against. It can be like this. I hate playing against this bot lane because their jungler literally lives here and I don't get to two v two. I have to three v two. I think uh, for me at least last year it was Hillesang or Fnatic. This guy is uh, he was pretty good. I guess now he's kind of in a slump. But uh, I think I've always respected him for his playstyle. Like he's so like different to all the other players. Like he likes to all in. Level one, like flash on you. So it's pretty scary to play against him because uh, you never really know what he's doing. So it's terrifying. I feel like uh, we've seen that go really wrong, though. So are you just yeah. perpetually uncomfortable in a Hillisang lane because you just never know when he's going to flash in on you? Yeah, I think so. I think he's very aggressive. He if he he's really good at finding like good fights, like team fights or just two v two fights in general. So that's his strength, I would say. Is there anyone where it's just? super frustrating to play against like it's just like a grind versus something Oof. that's scary i mean last year actually when we were screaming misfits by the end when they were like only playing around bot and they were like playing lulu mid and this stuff and hans was like always mickey was always counter picking support and he has like really big champion pool and he would like play his gragas his, his poppy and uh, hans would always like play very strong laning ad's and their jungle was like there all the time so you were just getting pushed for like quite a lot, and I didn't really play any strong laning ADs, so this was definitely... You're linking them? Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I was just getting pushed, you know, had to last... Pre-rework Ezreal, where you're just like, ah, I'm gonna sit here and wait for my two With items. my little Qs, yeah, throw them at the minions, <laughs> hope I get some last hits, yeah. That was definitely most frustrating, I think. I mean, they still feel like they came and bought a, a decent amount. Do you, what do you guys feel about the whole... Because it feels like so many teams are being successful by playing through bot lane. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, do you guys agree with that? Do you think that that's the way that you have to play the game now? Or do you think it's just a nature of... Because if you look at LEC, it feels like across the board, every bot lane got stronger. It used to be where I looked at Europe, I was like... There's a big hole in support here where there's just not very good support. Now in we got region. all the Koreans. So yeah. yeah, and now like yeah. the import of talent. Yeah. Almost got rid of Breakout summer. <laughs> <laughs> mm. And it just got much stronger across the board. And it also feels like while Hilly and Reckless might be in a slump, mm -hmm. that they also just aren't definitively one of the strongest bot lanes. Like now they're contested and challenged. I mean, I think the meta right now hurts them as well because Reckless obviously is like really insane on Siva, Tristana and stuff. But right now you can just pick like champs into it that are maybe better and then he can't really land that well or he has problems where in the past he could just farm and then do his thing later on in the game until he's saying is having some issues too. Maybe even even though they played so long together, I feel like they're not on the same page right now. When I play against them, they're like doing different stuff. So I don't really know if many people are like playing around bot lane particularly. I think most people still play around mid lane, but definitely the bot lane bot lanes are stronger now. For you, Norskarian, how do you feel about like the level of balling right now overall? Like, do I mean, yeah, it improved. I think a lot, at least from the, there's been how many Koreans came? Like three. I think they're really good. I feel like they like they try like much harder than every other player in scrims at least. Like they're they. I, I'm not saying EU people are lazy, but sometimes they are. I would say, but uh, just playing against Koreans, they sort of have like this different like mentality or playstyle. I would say 
than most other European supports. So it just feels like different than I think all the other European players are like picking it up and like trying to copy them because they're good, of course. Would you put yourself in the top three supports in LAC? Um, that's kind of hard, actually. I think Ignar is probably the best. I think he's really good. Like your two big Korean supports would be like Gorilla and Ignar. But like, do you think that you can come in at that third place? I mean, it depends. You don't really know like what the support does for the team. Like, sure, he can be a good laner, but he can like have no brain. Like, sort of like uh, me last year, I would say I had no brain, but I had some some okay mechanics. But yeah, I think if the support does a lot, a lot of shot calling, he's definitely valuable. But you don't really know. But I would guess that the, the Korean, all the Korean players have like a big part of the shot calling. So where do you put yourself then? Like, if if you think about everything, because you know obviously how how much you're doing, right? And you have, you put Ignar at number one. Um, where do you where do you see yourself? Roscoe's pushing for top three. Do you feel top five right now? I mean, I uh, feel like it's really easy to say, like, Ignar, Gorilla, Mickey, and then I would actually put you, like, mm-hmm. right there. Uh, yeah, I think I agree. Somewhere between there. I think I'm not the best, of course, but uh, I think I'm definitely up there. From your perspective, Upset, how do you feel about, like, the top support rankings? He already put Ignar number one, so you're safe. Your teammate's at the number one slot. You're good. No, I think, I mean, Mickey is really good, obviously. Ignar, of course. I think Gorilla... Had some off games, maybe. It was Vitality, for example, but he's good too. Where he sees the jungler, then he all-ins. Yes, and then he gets games by the <laughs> And, uh, I mean, Jaktro is good too, I think. Kind of underrated, maybe. Let me see the teams. I mean, I don't know. Mithy is a bit painful, because I think he's really good, but he is just inting on stage a bit. Yeah, uh, I feel like the same. seems to have like maybe a mental thing going on or something. I'm not sure. It's uh, weird because his laning is so strong, but then he just gets caught out on roams yeah. every time. He, sh- he should like stop going at the dragon area. I thought yeah, like, draw, draw a line. Draw a line. Yeah. Just draw it with like pages every ten seconds, just a reminder. <laughs> Someone has to take turns reminding Missy to stay in the bot lane. Yeah, yeah. and that's a, that's an interesting bot lane. Um, Sheriff was a guy who I think um, a lot of people didn't have very high expectations of, at least from an outside perspective, because he played on that H two K lineup that did nothing only two um, members survived yeah and uh i'm curious where how you guys see that balling overall mythy obviously struggling a little bit but coming back um do you think mythy can like train up another 80 carrier where do you see patrick right now in the scheme of things mm-hmm. you want to go first okay no you can go i mean i think he's pretty good mechanically and then lane with mythy they're quite good but i feel like he's maybe a bit lost on the map come mid game and he's not really doing his job like super well where he's like farming up and matching the other AD carry I feel even if he's like winning lane he doesn't really do too much with the pressure and after lane I feel he often actually falls behind but in teamfights he does well so he definitely has good mechanics but he maybe needs to understand his role a bit more. So do you think the responsibility of the ADC like post lane phase is to you're saying just match the other ADC and then pick up farm were available? I mean, it's obviously a very AD carry-centric point of view of the game, right? Yeah. But I feel what works best for me is to try to get an item adventure on the enemy AD and then you you can just get priority or like you're stronger in fights so you can carry the game this way. But he, I mean, at least some games I watched, it's like he gets ahead and then they just chill and nothing happens even though he's ahead and then he's suddenly behind the item. 
And I'm like, hmm. do you think that's an issue of maybe he's because he is the younger player mm -hmm. on that team that maybe he's listening too much to his teammates as opposed to advocating for himself? Like if you have an experienced yeah. ADC saying, I need to get this farm so I can get this item versus just listening to his teammates and following them around. I mean, I know Nuke Dog loves himself some farm as well because I played with him for a year <laughs> and I had to contest a lot of waves with him. So I, I usually contest the wave with the enemy player, right? But I was contesting it with him. <laughs> so the problem is Nuke Dog. <laughs> I mean, and it looks like Code likes to farm his little. <laughs> jungle camps too and Afari obviously likes to play carries so I could see him like it's pro maybe not even his fault you know but I he's could see him he's on wolf camp like please yeah please get me this wolf I need some gold too but yeah oh man might be like a team thing right could be um, were you guys surprised at all to see Origin start kind of so poorly because I, I mean I heard rumors coming into the split like there are a lot of obviously a lot of scrim rumors floating around that like OG were doing really well and this team like looked like they were really strong and then they Got destroyed by G2, and they kind of won that vein mid-game, and then after that it's been mostly downhill. Had an okay game against SK, where an Ezreal very generously leapt into their jungler for some reason, um, <laughs> and they won the game like that. But uh, what, what did you expect from, from OG compared to like where, where they ended up now? Um, I thought they would be like really good, actually. I, I've always respected uh, Mithy and Nuketak, these older players, and I thought Alfari called, they seem pretty stable or like good. So... I had pretty high expectations. I'm kind of surprised, or I think I'm mostly surprised by how Oregon is performing. I think they're the only team that like really surprised me. I mean, frankly, when it comes to like, let's like look super long term world, which everything could be completely different. It's like G2. I think a lot of people are still giving the benefit of the doubt to like Misfits will probably make it, but then it's like Shalka Splice. But vitality. Vitality. But like that's you guys are. Most people are assuming that one of you two will go to Worlds mm. at this point. And I don't think Splice make it to us, <laughs> obviously, but... Just see, this see. is why I tried to throw him a bone. So <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I mean, that would really be a shock to me. Uh, I, I think, yeah, G2 will probably make it. I think Vitality, I <laughs> Misfits. But I think Origin can still bounce back. Like, I, I, I know mean, it's just spring. Yeah, I mean, it's like week three in spring, mm. yeah. so it's super hard to tell, but... No, we like sweeping statements here. We love sweeping oh, okay. statements. I mean, yeah. For those just, reactions. Just predict, predict uh, the world uh, enters right now. I mean, G2, I mean, even Fnatic, like, it's crazy that Fnatic is out of the conversation after, like, three weeks of spring split, right? Because they were in the world final last year. But, but does everyone... I don't know if you've seen them, but they don't. Okay. I, mean, I have seen them, <laughs> I, I've witnessed it, but yeah. Mm. What do you think has to, like... And again, I don't want to kill Fnatic. Like, I hope it's a good story for us. We're a narrative broadcast. We want these guys to return to form. We like them. But just saying, what do you think is the final, like, nail in the coffin for Fnatic when people will stop with, like, the tiny little voices? But it's Fnatic. They made the world final. They could still do it. Like, at what point will people be like, ah. I mean, know? if they miss out on playoffs, I think it's clear that... That's a 10-week, like, long where people are like, but fanatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they don't start picking up in the next weeks, I think you can kind of uh, see that the problem is maybe not easy to fix at all. And that's like something's really wrong in the core. So they should really start picking up some wins next week. But it will be hard, I think. They play G2. So... Yeah. That's where they turn it around. They got to improve it really, really fast because the split is not that long anymore, right? It's like six mm -hmm. more weeks. Now, the, the one thing that you touched on that I think is like, seems to just be accepted in the LEC is like, people really do not hold Splice in high regard. <laughs> which and, is weird. Which is like, yeah, which is odd. And it feels to me like, um, 
Vitality, I think, gets some of this too in a lot because they played such an aggressive, such a high-risk play style. So people were like, oh, that, that's just not going to work. Like, eventually it's going to break. I'm curious from your perspective, Norskaren, like, why do you think Splice is so consistently underestimated? Because you guys are, like, always in the playoffs, very usually in top four, and yet our boy Upset here, the second, the second Worlds comes around, he's like, oh, sorry, you're going to have to dig Splice off that one. But not like it's not just you who said that. I think a lot of people have said that, that, like, that Splice doesn't feel like the same caliber of team. Why do you think that is, in your opinion? Mm, I don't know. I think just we have a really good shot at doing well. I think uh, our jungle is probably like one of the best junglers in the EU. Like Sorkse is so insane, I would say. Like this guy would always uh, like smash uh, my former jungle in scrims last year. <laughs> I'm not throwing shade, but yeah, I was really impressed. Like how he plays, like his champ pool. Yeah, some uh, the shining picks, light. Uh, he's the shining light of Splice. He will bring us to worlds. He'll watch. <laughs> you yeah, think Sorkse is the X factor? Yeah, I think he's he's carrying us every game. Oh, that's fair. His Karthus came pretty solid. <laughs> what about like Humanoid? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he's he's. Um, this is kinda, why you, you start complimenting and then you like cut short. I'm like, no, 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 please keep building like, build them the up. Team up. Don't be ashamed. <laughs> tell us, tell us, like, why people should be hyped about Splice. How is Splice getting the world? I think yeah, the only thing about Humanoid is kind of inexperienced. So he, I mean, he has been playing well on stage. He's not really nervous. I think yeah, he just doesn't really care about like <laughs> the pressure or anything. But uh, with the time, he probably will like start. Uh, uh, like knowing what he should say or like what he does in later games, later stages of the game. So just have to wait and see. And for the rest of our team, we have two like veterans like Kobe and Vizicacci. They they kind of know what they have to do in the late game. Just uh, kind of what uh, humanoid and I do, kind of important because I think we are the, the the younger players. We need to learn the most. I think. It's interesting that you still consider yourself as like, I mean, I know it's obviously a very veteran lineup, but one of the younger players. Because, I mean, you've been here for a while now. You've been playing on a lot of teams. Yeah, but I wouldn't really say playing in, like, Challenger Series was like, uh, I wouldn't really count myself as a professional then because kind of just, we just had a lot of fun. Because you were playing AD in scrims uh, half the time? No, I was just a little <laughs> bit. But it still felt like I, I didn't really, like, learn anything. I think my mindset was pretty bad. You didn't learn anything? Yeah, I mean, I of course, like of course, you taught me how to, oh, how yeah. to lane, Jesus. how to lane, but there's more to the game about laning. You are so quick to jump in here, I mean, man, and take this credit. Like, you know? I taught him everything. <laughs> no, but I meant like from a, from a macro game, I would say I was quite stupid until yeah. uh, very recently. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think I've been learning a lot, at least from my coaching staff, which I haven't been able to do earlier. I would just get told by my teammates, kind of, that I should just watch LCK and learn, but... Didn't really learn anything. That's like, cool. When Vettius became a color caster, Deficio said, just watch VODs. And that yeah. was the only <laughs> advice he gave him. And Vettius was like, watch for what? Like, how does that help me? What does that do? Yeah, I felt like I kind of had to get uh, spoon-fed the information. But I think uh, now it's it's pretty good. That's good to hear. It's interesting uh, that you say that. Because like, watching Splice, Splice are such an interesting team. Like Your guys' vision setup is actually like quite high level. Um, and what's interesting too is I think the LEC on average has so much better vision control than like the LCS, mm -hmm. which is why they turn into a lot of those weird ARAM things in the mm -hmm. middle where they go back and forth because yeah. yeah. they yeah. just don't know how to set it's up It's also vision. the 60 ping in solo queue. It really yeah. holds them back. Oh, yeah, yeah cool. definitely binding their hands there. <laughs> but uh, Splice seem like so like textbook and playbook. And you guys, for having a playmaker like you, having Chachi and Azurse, uh, these very creative players, mm -hmm. it feels like you guys have lost some of that creativity and you play like super textbook and you won't make any of like these big explosive plays. Whereas people like G2, people like Shalka, people like Misfits, I feel like will play sometimes very explosive League of Legends where you just don't expect some of the creativity about how they're setting up their plays. Mm -hmm. Like, do you guys feel that in calls that you're trying to be like, play it by the book, play it like how our coaches taught us, listen to the macro decisions? 
Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like that, but I think also we haven't shown like that much on stage. So I would say we are not like really uncreative or like not creative at all. But I would say we are. So we just have to wait and see. It just hasn't some, happened in those yeah, games yet. We have some spicy okay. fix ready Perfect. and uh, <laughs> some spicy. Uh, decisions to make i'm so ready for spicy pick <laughs> people keep saying the word spicy picks yeah both uh, before this episode and during this episode so i i hope we get to see some of I them i actually just think that pro players just trolling the casters now you guys tell us <laughs> like spicy so picks are yeah i got a so spicy pick picks, for you man. have you ever heard of this brom champion i'm ready yeah so one thing that i've noticed over the course of this episode uh upset your confidence this year has gone through the roof which is like a huge change because I remember when you were you had a lot of nerves and you had a lot of struggle transitioning like screen performance and that confidence to on stage. Mm-hmm. When you look back at, at kind of the last year, was there like a moment where it all just changed for you where you were just like suddenly I can just play like stress free, or do you still carry some of that with you when you go on stage where you're where you're more nervous where you're more uh, hesitant? No, I, I mean I think it's totally normal to be nervous and it's actually a good thing if you can just accept it and bear with it. And uh, nowadays on stage I don't really feel like super stressed or nervous anymore uh, I think I worked a lot with my sports psychologist about it so I don't make like I mean even in spring split I think I wasn't playing that bad but I was making like some weird mistakes that I, that I wouldn't usually do in scrims where I would like throw the game or jumping in or something so yeah I think I worked a lot with it with my sports psychologist and also just gaining the experience of playing for one year and also playoffs I think helped me a lot because it's just a different setting maybe and you just get used to the pressure more um yeah, I mean, I feel even more conf- I mean, I feel more confident this year as well because I think my support is really, really good, and he just like helps me a lot as well. And he, I feel like when I played with Vanda, maybe I was like telling him like what to do, and we, I had more responsibility. But with Igna, I'm focusing like more on myself, and I feel he really knows what to do as well. So when we play together, it's just much more easy for me to play. Norskaren, do you have to micromanage Kavi in lane? Mm, not really. I mean, he's not a talkative person, but at least uh, from uh, what I had on my last ADC, like EQ, this guy talks a lot, I would say, for an ADC. Maybe he should uh, roll swap or something. <laughs> I think we were actually considering it once, but yeah, I think n- now uh, now I'm, uh, uh, I feel like I have the, I'm talking the most in lane, which feels really good. Like I want to be the one who kind of leads the lane or something like that. Actually, time. when we were playing, you were not talking at all. Yeah, of course, I was no brain. Yeah, feels bad, man. He pushes the buttons good. That's what Norse Gary yeah. does. Upset <laughs> told me the fundamentals of the game. I wouldn't be here. Stop you it inting. A joke, you didn't, yeah, you didn't teach it's him to true. buy items, though. So a little, Actually, like, a little yeah, work. I, I this meme has to stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all we have. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's interesting to hear like how much uh, more active a lot of the supports are. Because that's always what I heard about um, kind of some of the best supports is like how they just manage a lane and mm. whenever I listen to like a great AD carry talk about their experience they're like yeah I just play AD carry like I don't have to think I don't have to worry like uh, until mid game like I'm good I can just focus on whatever I have to do trading in lane last hitting I think that's always kind of like a, a cool thing to shoot for and to hear about um, when we look at bot lanes across the board we kind of talked about some of the tops I'm curious if you guys are down to talk about who are some of the struggling bot lanes that's my PC way of saying worst bot lanes. Like, who do you mm-hmm. think is, is struggling the most right now um, in the LEC? I think if we look at the table, there's uh, I mean, someone at the bottom. Yeah. I mean, I think Rogue's bot lane is oof, really inting. <laughs> I think SK's bot lane, I mean, I don't know. They, in lane, I think 
they do okay. I mm -hmm. think Dreams is actually quite good, but later on they like to int a bit as well. So they're kind of struggling later on. Is there any uh, bot lane where you think doesn't match the, the ranking system? Like if you look at the, the top teams, is there a bot lane that's like far weaker and they're being carried by the rest of their map? Or is there a bot lane in like the bottom of the teams that they're trying to hard carry the rest of their map, but it's just not working or the synergy's not there? Do you think that like disproportionately someone just sticks out? Mm. I mean, I think no one like really sticks out, but I would put like, I mean, I could do like a ranking if I see it. I think G2, Schalke, then I would put Misfits, then I would maybe put Vitality, then I think Origin, Fnatic, Splice, uh, XL, SK, no, SK, XL, Rogue. It would be like my rating of Scotland's. You put that's. Akabi and Norskan are very far down there. And Norskan, you've so been hater. literally just thrown under this bus. You live under this bus this episode, and I'm you sorry for that. You fight back. <laughs> 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 you're just accepting it. And I, and I feel bad. I feel like we're it, you're being, I can't call it cyberbullying because it's in real life. You're being real life bullying. <laughs> I'm being it's real life bullying. It's a throwback. <laughs> um, no, what, what do you think about the rating? Um, I mean, I definitely like kind of agree, but except for, I mean, us. Who are, who are you better than from the teams that I said? Are you better than G2? I don't remember. I don't remember what he put said. OG above you. He I put, put OG, Fnatic, Misfits. He put Fnatic above you too. G2. Come on. Hilly and Reckless went like 014 across from you guys in lane I think, I think you're uh, talking about like too much They didn't go 014. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but they picked Varus Prom. It was a bit insecure. I don't know. Yeah, you were shaking in lane, I would say. <laughs> I was farming. <laughs> where, do you see, where do you see Splice in the bot lane thing? Because we I said mean, I, I, you, we talked earlier, and you said like top four, top five, and you felt yeah, pretty I mean, comfortable. I, st I still uh, think so. I think uh, some of the teams they have like good players, but they're not performing right now. So I mean, I just have to say how it is. Like, sure, they they have higher potential. They usually play better uh, than usual that I than they do now. But I think no, they're performing fair. quite well, like compared to now, or compared to like some other players. Do you think you're performing better than Jack Troll and Attila? Mm, I haven't really been watching too much of uh, Vitality's games. I feel like they, uh, yeah, I don't know. I actually think they do perform better than Jack Troll and Attila. It was Ex a softball. I'm glad that. Yeah. Well, just grab, just spike Thank it you. down. Just, just, just take it. Just, 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 Garen, don't be afraid, Thank you. buddy. <laughs> I mean, just dab on it. Just come in here. Just come swinging. You're performing well. I mean, I think Vitality as a team is obviously playing better, but maybe their dual lane is like their weak point, I think, if I look at the team, because the solo lanes are super strong. I think Carboshot is super underrated right now. This guy's like really smurfing. And their, their jungle is Korean, and <laughs> he's obviously really good as well. And Jizuka, I mean, yeah, the top side is really good. I think their bot lane like, had like such such an end weekend, actually. Didn't he? I mean, was you guys actually, you murdered them. I mean, yeah, this guy bought Cull on Bane. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, yeah, that's true. He definitely too. misplayed and had that. <laughs> they have like some lane liabilities from time to time, I think, when they're like maybe not fully mm -hmm. comfortable with the champs they play. So, yeah. I mean, they played, I mean, at least Attila plays uh, pretty well in teamfights sometimes, but they're, they're not the best <laughs> laner. But why are you laughing? You don't agree? Attila's in teamfights? I mean, I, I don't think he's like particularly good in teamfights. No, no I, me I meant that he's better in teamfights than he's in lane. Oh, I don't think so. I think Dang. his strong point is like laning, maybe. Or I mean, he's not really playing lane smart or anything, but he is pushing a lot and is generating pressure for his team with the champs he's playing. So I think that's like a good thing about him. But I, I think his team fighting is like not as good as many other ADs in the league. 
We have this uh, this saying in the LPL as the 80 carries talk about themselves. They talk about one person's a needle and one person's a hammer. Mm-hmm. And so you have players like, I don't know, Uzi, who will say that he's like a needle, where mm-hmm. he's like fine threading, sewing everything together. Yeah. And someone like iBoy, which is just a way of saying that you have no brain, but you just like <laughs> hit things with, <laughs> with the hammer. Uh, like, do, do you feel that way? Because it kind of sounds similar, whereas like Attila... It's just the hammer that he'll just like come through and like pound it to make it work as opposed to being like thinking about everything and calculating like I'm going to hold the minion wave mm-hmm. and make a freeze and get my jungler. and. Yeah, I think he just likes to hit the minions as much as he can. I, I've never seen him freeze a wave actually. I, I'm not even joking. Like, I, I, I think, I think so I've too. played against so, him like 10 times on stage. I've never seen him freeze a wave. We, we tried really hard last year to build up the Attila upset rivalry. <laughs> And We're it, having like, upset every episode. And, and <laughs> a t- yeah, we kind of get an Attila upset episode at some point. I'm worried you guys will come to fists, though. It just <laughs> <laughs> we will have to sit between them. But uh, so, do you do you feel like they're do you feel differently about that now this year? Because you seem in the past, you're like he's a fine player. I'm a fine player. You know, I hope we play a good game. That always felt like it was kind of your approach. Was just like I'm going to focus on the game, not worry about anything else. Mm-hmm. And while I know you're giving your analytical opinion, you're not up here to just talk smack. You're actually just sharing how you sure, feel about yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> Maybe a little smack thrown in. We call them a hammer for sure. Um, <laughs> do you do you feel like that is that, do you feel like because there's all the sentiment about that being a rivalry about like the history you guys have together in Challenger scene? Does it feel more important to like come out and beat this guy? Mm, no, not really. I mean, I mean, losing just sucks. I think. And winning just feels good. I don't really mind if I like would lose to him or anything. It hasn't I haven't lost to him in a while, so that's obviously nice. But um, yeah, I mean, he's obviously like a good player, right? I I don't mean to like take credit from him. I think he he him and Jack Troll are like they have good synergy. I think they work well together. I just think they are maybe not the most cerebral players, and they don't really they could use their brains a bit more. I think in the way they play. No skin. Do you have anyone that you want us to build a rivalry with? Like, is there anybody that you're like, I will be the guy who beats Gorilla? Because like, we can get the script writers yeah, out right like, now. I want you to know that, like, we, we'll write it down. It'll go into the storyline. We'll make a video about it. Because, uh, I mean, we've got this great upset <laughs> of Tilla so. rivalry. Only, only Schalke, actually. I think uh, that's your rivalry. No, that's that's going to be our, my rival. It's when, rival? We get, uh, when we get good. Just the whole team of it. I mean, <laughs> you, you're both in. Oh, you. okay, okay. You. Gotta use your so you're saying we need to build... Is Kabe on with this? Because before before we turn this into a bot lane rivalry, we got to make sure Kabe's here too. So are you and Kabe down for like the Kabe I mean, Norskan yeah, versus terrible, Upset Ignore? That's a bit... Come on. It's mean, <laughs> pretty toxic. I don't know. No, me and Kabe are friends actually. I don't see him as a rival. Now in Norskan you go, you should... And yeah. you've like you should. throw the water <laughs> across <laughs> the table. Like he has to say it himself. <laughs> don't know what to say. I'm uh, out of words at this point. <laughs> he doesn't need to say anything. I've said this. Okay. You talk form, dude. The, 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 the worst part is, is because we, we got flamed so much for narrative this last week that we can probably never do that narrative now because people are going to be like, I mean, just put us up against Rogue. I think maybe we'll. Ooh. Oh, that's a good taking, one. taking revenge on Heq yeah. for the for the, well, the he talks too much in lane, and now I'm gonna take him down the, the Norse Garen story. <laughs> Just do me a favor. All I ask is that if you do two v two kill 
the rogue bottling, mm-hmm. right? Just yeah. stand up. You'll and talk go. about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, one, we will definitely talk about it. I will bring it up, and I'm going to try to cast that game whenever that matchup happens. But I just want you to stand up, and be like, "What do you have to say now?" Like stand up on stage <laughs> and just like turn and scream at him. I see players do it in CB Law all the time. TV show, come on, man. <laughs> Sounds a bit too. Uh, I you, you did dab though. On, you on did dab, and, and you've also done. Me. <laughs> I mean, actually, can you teach me like some moves that I can do if I like get a flash? Have you seen? Uh, do you play Fortnite? No. Can you do the the floss dance. Uh, I can't. Oh, do, can, can, do you, can you do I it? I can't do it. Oh. We can Frost floss. Frostgrown can do it. I you can Frost floss. We can floss. Please don't. <laughs> we'll teach you. Oh, that's actually a great opportunity for a bet. Oh, so, we're gonna make oh them floss. Do you want to floss? I, I honestly don't think or, I, I I'm not sure what to do. Or we make no, we will the, teach you. We'll teach you. Okay. We can either teach them how to floss or we make it so that when they're, uh, they get their kills that they have to do the... What do you call this? The dust. I mean, I was just uh, brushing off uh, Memento's uh, tears. <laughs> My shoulder. <laughs> I think the memento Norskaren rivalry is the real rivalry. I think it's been subtly sprinkled in across this entire episode. It was not subtle. It was not actually, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was very <laughs> aggressive. But it's weird. We you said Zerx is so much better than Memento. Yeah. But you still lost. So, yeah, better so both than wins. Oh, okay. Oh, what? You just sold Come yourself on, out. Dude, like. You just sold yourself out to save your teammate. You, you're such a hero, but you don't have to jump on every grenade, man. What I take everything for Zerx. <laughs> what happened in Challenger series? What did he do to you? We don't talk you about it. You were a broken man before him. <laughs> Yeah, upset that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> our match of the week this week, or potentially match of the day. The match that I'm excited about this week, one of our marquee matchups, is Vitality versus G2. Vitality, 5 1, G2, undefeated. Um, and I'm curious what you guys think about that and if you'd be willing to throw down some stakes. Maybe some. I, I really don't think uh, Vitality is going to win that one, for sure. Shocker. I mean, when I think about the matchup, Vitality's strengths kind of get, I mean, they're just worse, I think. Like, Jizuk is really good, but then enemy team has caps, so I'm not sure. And I don't think Kabushat will, like, get such a big lead versus a player like Wunder. And Jankos has been performing really well recently, kind of to my surprise, because he had, like, a lot of off games in regular season, but now he's like, seems to be really on form. Maybe it's because he has caps now. And the bot lane, I don't think the bot lane will, like, do anything versus G2 spot lane. I'm going to be honest. I was really hoping you guys would have a little bit more more faith in the old one of the teams that isn't G2, in this case Vitality, because uh, we really need to wager. And if me and Frost Grown are on one side, no one wants to see us floss. Like, we need we need at least one of you to be on the Vitality train. You can do it, Oscar. Nah, I think, I think I'll stay on the G2 train for now. I'm just saying, upset. No, but could, I, I can't be cheering for Vitality. You could that, cheer for Attila. That'd be a twist. That was actually a twist. But it doesn't fit the narrative, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to do it. I'm not doing it. Fuck. Are oh. we both on Vitality then? <laughs> we could both be on Vitality. I actually both. made a promise to, to uh, Yamato that I would never bet against Vitality now. And I need to make it public. So when it comes up in predictions, because I will be predicting Vitality. Why would you promise that? I, just, well, I have no idea why I did it. But I <laughs> why, did. Would you, why would you promise that? That's like your analytical credibility. I will be cheering what for Vitality. What does Vi- he have on you? <laughs> <laughs> It's an upset or scary situation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So we're willing to take... We can take Vitality. That's what we got. That's what we got. It's <laughs> a free bet. <laughs> yeah. The question is, though, we need, we need a, a good bet that's going to involve you somehow. Because people want, people want to see you do something. 
is special. What if we have a cake? What? What if we have a cake? Like a cake? Okay. What? Okay. What we what have a cake? <laughs> no, like, is that it? Oh, you want a cake, somebody? You want to steal the I mean, yeah, it sounds kind of fun because I never did it, but I imagine it being fun. We can and actually we would get be involved. a cake. It would be great. Or a pie? Cool. Yeah. Okay. Pie to the face. <laughs> like, Wait, like a, does that mean you throw the pie at us? <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, of course. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if we when I mean, we get to pie you, you can throw that at us. That's how it works. Where? In the I no, no, no. <laughs> fire in the face. <laughs> what? That's <was laughs> what? Oh, the way, the way you yes, like where are we going to do right it? On, oh, no, okay. right on the face. <laughs> You're like in the face. <laughs> You're like where else would you? Yeah, I, I was like a bit surprised. So. Okay, so pie to the face bet: Vitality versus G two. <laughs> it's not that pie. <laughs> No, no. Oh. Oh, I mean, do you have a better idea? No, I know. That's like great. something that came I, I, well, No, 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 because literally that's how 90% of our bets are made. Okay. ASMR team fight was not planned. We just, we winged that on the last one. It just <laughs> What are you talking about, Draco? So we plan everything we, we, out. We make things up under pressure and we do an okay job. It's like 50-50. But this, this, I like the pie to the face. Pie to the, or pie or cake to the face. We, we can get a cake. I know someone who can make a cake. I'm, she's not going to make a cake so that we can throw it in someone's face. That's just don't tell her. It's like, yeah, we're going to eat it. No. Throw it in the face. Yeah, she works for Riot, so she'll just watch the show and see oh, that oh, moment. Oh, that's a <laughs> that, that doesn't work, yeah. <laughs> All right. Pie to the face bet. We'll take Vitality. You guys are going to take G2. Now, I do want a little bit more insight on the matchup. You already said the bot lane can't contest. You feel like Yankos is playing really well. Frostgren, if, if we're going to win this bet, how is it going to happen? How is Vitality going to take this game? Well, G2 will be super arrogant, overconfident. They'll try Classic. to make some sort of stupid dive play mm -hmm. because Mickey and Perks are actually playing very disrespectful yes. in a <laughs> lot of instances. That's true. And it'll be like a snowball factor where G2K <laughs> will be either on something like a LeBlanc or uh, Mowgli will be on something that snowballs hard. I don't want to see him on Olaf. I don't think that's going to be strong enough to do it. But no, maybe. some sort of hard carry jungle mid where Perks and Mickey overextend, get punished. It's like a triple kill to Juzuke. And so oh. suddenly it doesn't matter if Caps is Caps. I mean, actually that's true. G2 has been like giving a lot of early leads away. Oh, I mean, they're always ahead, but they give a lot of kills at least. And maybe if they play back versus Draven, you shouldn't give kills like this, even if they had in gold. They can definitely throw like a game or play cocky and then get punished versus a team like Vitality. And it looks like Vitality can snowball elite versus all the other teams except us so far. So I think they will, if they get an early lead, they should be able to snowball. What's scary though is it feels like Vitality wouldn't have that strategy in mind when going into the game. It feels like what Vitality are trying to do right now is learn the LCK style of playing where they yeah. try to like do, do it slow and do it by the book and play around Mowgli and I his mean, pressure. Judging from scrims, I cannot confirm oh. the statement. <laughs> Definitely not that's the case there. But <laughs> well, good, because that's, that's how Vitality win is if they play Vitality style. I watch yeah. them on stage, I'm like, oh, it just feels like... Just kill somebody. Just murder <laughs> just, someone. Just roll into that lane. Vitality style works <laughs> best for them. Yeah. yeah I've had definitely. some experiences of them uh, trying the LCK way too. Maybe not this year, but uh, last year. Who wants to be fourth best? Yeah, exactly. He was so much better than LCK. Like. <laughs> it's true. It's really sad. Now like, smile, versus say it, Rogue, and look directly in the camera. EU is better than LCK. Griffin is better. That is going to be what we clip out. That is the best <laughs> clickbait anyone has ever made for an episode, by the way. Yeah. And that's all you need. That's literally the only time we talk about LCK, but we're going to get every LCK fanboy in here to flame you. Your, your Twitter DMs are just going to be obliterated this week. I am so sorry in advance. But, but Jovi has 100 KDA. <laughs> He's never died. <laughs> all right. 
fantastic Vitality versus G2. It's going to take some very special circumstances, it seems, for Vitality to come out on top. But we're believing in Yamato and Perks's desire to just randomly go all in. No, we said Mickey O. Perks and Mickey. God damn it. Every time someone says Perks, I think mid lane still. (laughs) (laughs) We'll get there. He's learning. Going ham. All right, Vitality versus G2, pie to the face. We're going to figure out exactly where slash how this will get resolved, but there will be video of it, uh, most certainly. Uh, maybe Splice and Shalk can put in their respective content. Better get ready to take off your nice shoes when we get to hit you with the <laughs> pie. <laughs> yeah, you better my shoes, just be warned that this is, we'll, we'll know in advance what day this is going to happen, but you better have like an extra t-shirt or yeah. something. All right, sure. all right. Or, well, or well, you better but have You're quite shirt. confident. Though. I'm betting on a penalty was G2. You okay. don't understand. I randomly predicted Origin to beat SK last week and, and the stars it. aligned. Oh, so you eat into a Ross and it was like God smiled down it on me and said, this one's for you. <laughs> so I'm feeling lucky right now. I feel like I can't be touched. I'm also winning in predictions somehow despite hard trolling on at least a few of them. That's the hard analysis. It's the fact that Daniel Dracos is winning in predictions so clearly he's the superior. Yeah, it must be divine intervention. That's what I'm saying. That's the only way I could possibly be winning. So I'm just saying it's, it's a risk betting against me. Be aware. Uh, final part of the day is we asked a question on Twitter about like who was the biggest surprise coming to the split. You guys have shared some of yours. Uh, I want to start with my favorite one from, uh, ooh, let me make sure I get this right. Casper Kabarup. Mm, don't know if we've heard of this guy. At Kabe <laughs> says, most surprising for him was uh, Norskaren, no item level one in the six tier build surprised me the most. Upset, how did you how did you feel about that one? Who This uh, this Norskaren kid in his six tier build. I mean, I was definitely quite a bit surprised of the no item, but the six tier build I've seen quite a lot. So... <laughs> <laughs> well, also a disaster. Surprise. Oh no! Yeah. Big rip. Also, stop doing that. By the way, <laughs> just, just yeah, I've been told. I think I've done it a couple times. Please, just as a reminder for every pro out there, please stop. Because when I'm like, oh wow, Brom. What do people build on Brom? They're like, well, <laughs> nine times out of ten they build this, but one time out of ten they build six tiers for some reason. <laughs> Messes up every stats database. But it was a game worth six tiers. I'm honestly just impressed you had enough gold to build six tiers. That was good uh, in the end, and. Uh, Copy clearly uh, did not feel great about it either. Yeah, I think it was uh, quite sad. Not no nothing else to say. Hashtag top ten botlet. Hashtag top, top ten, ten, top ten in the LC. <laughs> top five. We gave him top five. Okay, top Even five. if you want to put <laughs> him at seven, <laughs> top five. I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> next up at Gary the Carry. Look, it just has his name as Gary. Thank you, Gary. Very easy name. Uh, Schalke and Spice surprised me most, and they're rookie mid laners. Wow, exciting. Wait, there's a second part. And Fnatic surprised me in a bad way, especially Bwipo. Half of these are about Fnatic. We saved a Fnatic one for the end. Hold the Fnatic stuff. Night, yeah, at least 50% of you came in swinging on Fnatic surprise you because world finals to run oh, it these down. These fans just come out of the woodwork. As soon as Fnatic's on the ground, they just start kicking them. <laughs> They've been waiting. They've literally been biding their time. Where were they when they were on top of the world? <laughs> they were waiting. They were cheering. They said hashtag FNC win. Now they're just like hashtag ready always to kick Fnatic, yeah. crew. <laughs> So uh, you guys both playing with your rookie mid laners. Both of them seem to be doing pretty well. I mean, mine's mm-hmm. better, so... Is that what we saw? That's that the what? most okay. intense that wait, you've been. I'm not looking there. I'm just saying. Okay. He doesn't need evidence. Okay. Wait, but so your mid laner's better and your jungler's better? Yeah. But you still lost, so. I, I mean, mean come you on, know, man, inconsistency. Like. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Though. How do you feel about okay. Abadage? Upset. Uh, I'm actually quite surprised how fast he's learning right now. I think he's really good mechanically, and I thought it would be like. Uh, bigger problem to have to teach someone like the ga- game completely new 
but he has been picking up the stuff we tell him quite fast and he's really good mechanically and he doesn't seem too nervous on stage, especially like last week. I mean, yeah, I think he's pretty good and I'm quite happy with him right now. And he proved he could play something other than Lissandra, which was hype. I mean, the Lissandra is kind of my fault, I think, because I just... He's laugh. a good Lissandra. No, if that's your fault, no, he's no, a really good no, Lissandra. I mean, that he plays it so much. Yeah. Because I really love Lissandra, obviously, because it's so OP. So <laughs> that's true. that he has played it so much is partly my mistake, but... You will see more of his carry champs. He's obviously like really good rise on the Blanc too. That's hype. Uh, more champions in the pocket picks? Uh, you will see this weekend. You will see. Tune in. Ooh. Okay. Look at that. Setting us up. So many pocket picks promised for this weekend. And Norskaren Humanoid is a guy that's like in your games that you've won. He has looked really good for you guys. Obviously in the games that you've lost, he, he struggled a little bit in the Abadagi matchup specifically. Mm -hmm. But other than that, it seems like he's been pretty solid. How? What is your opinion of him kind of coming into this split? I mean, yeah, I think he's really good. He doesn't have any like problems like mentally or anything. Like he, he doesn't really care. <laughs> That's the thing you go to. No, okay. I mean like stage, you mean, like, stage, 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 I mean, like, stage oh, okay. 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 Like he literally doesn't care. Like he just plays it like uh, it's like another game. I mean, he plays well, of course, tryhards, but he doesn't really have any. He's not scared or like has a mental block as, against any players. And I think with experience, he'll be really good. He can be like a the new kid on the block for sure. I like it. I like that we have so many new mid laners coming in, uh, stepping up. One guy that has struggled, we'll get now, we can round out to the Fnatic thing, uh, is of course Nemesis. And from Kylo, Ray, oh, Kiko. That's rough. Fnatic surprised me th uh, the most. It says he most, but we know you meant the most. Couldn't have ever imagined the team I love so much would be absolute uh, dog shit for three <laughs> weeks straight. <laughs> now, that is one of the softer worded ones. Um, <laughs> Couldn't have ever imagined the team I love so much. Oh. Absolute dog shit. Those are the words <laughs> they use. Yeah, and That's once again, that fan. is one of the more appropriate <laughs> yeah. ones. Um, we've talked about Fnatic a few times here, but <laughs> to pose this question in a new way, if, if you wanted to come in and fix Fnatic and get Fnatic back on top, how would each of you approach it? Mm -hmm. Why don't we start with I you, Norskaren? Okay. What do you think is like the biggest thing that needs to change for this team? I mean, I don't really know. I think they just fall apart really easily early, and I think uh, many other players get caught a lot, especially Whippo and Hillisang. They die a lot to like random stuff, and doesn't really feel like their mid jungle synergy is on on fleek. So uh, I don't know how they could fix that. I guess with time. I mean, it's only week three, so I think we will for sure see if Fnatic like be a playoff contender at least. Like they have really good players. No doubt, Fnatic. That's interesting. I'm not convinced. I think they should call up Carlos and ask him like how much, <laughs> how much to get caps back, please. Just like anything. We like with a checkbook open. Like, yeah, like check, check. How much you want? Be ready to. No, I mean, I think they have to fix the bot lane synergy issues and draft differently as well because I feel like they're losing a lot. So now they just think hmm, we have to just go late game. Fnatic always wins late game, but the meta really doesn't allow it so much. And even. Even if they like pick their old style, I think it's not working too well right now because teams are just better and understand how to snowball more and punish these matchups. So I think they should focus on getting like a strong jungle matchup so Broxer can like play like he used to again and pressure the map more. And I think their mid laner has been playing fine, but he's playing a bit too respectful maybe. So I would like I would like some to see some confidence back because I feel right now it's just like they're in a losing mentality and they need to snap out of it. Yeah, and it was uh, was definitely a struggle in their most recent game against Misfits, but we'll see yeah. how they do this week against uh, Excel and G2. A bit of a split schedule. Uh, Excel potentially, <clears throat> would their owner come out and say, like, oh, yeah, we're really looking forward to facing Fnatic because it's probably going to be pretty easy. They're like, this is our best chance to just beat them while they're down. <laughs> so that's hype. I'm excited for that one. Um, Put it together. 
<laughs> coming up. Um, so Shalka versus Misfits and Shalka versus OG this week. You have some hype matchups. Spice versus Misfits and Spice versus SK. SK and Rogue. SK and Rogue. Ooh, also hype. Um, you guys both feel like you're headed for a 2 0 week? For sure. After a 0 2, I want to win very much. So mm. we're going to get that North Scanner consistency. Yeah. You're going to come out swinging. Hashtag you have the best, what, mid laner and best jungler in the league? Yeah, of course. That's what I like to hear. I mean, I think in theory we should win, but these games are like not super clear cut where I'm like 100% sure that we're going to win. I obviously think we're going to win, but I think we have to approach it more respectfully because I think these teams have like something to offer, even though they have been struggling. I think they're they are quite good. So I, I hope obviously we'll go 2-0 and I think we will, but just have to see how preparation goes. Ooh, humble upset returns. Can I? Can you do me a favor though? If you solo kill Nuketuck at any point, can you? Can you give us can the Norse Cairn special? I, I might do it then. In honor of your time here. <laughs> I will do it. Do the yeah. Fortnite dance. <laughs> <laughs> well, definitely an interesting schedule, of course. Uh, G2 vs. Vitality is the, the game that we have the bet on. Pie slash cake to the face is the name of the game. Frostgren and I have bet on Vitality. You guys have G2. This has been episode four of season three of the Euphoria podcast. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you guys next time. <laughs>